answer to the question everybody wants to know. LeBron, what's your decision? Um, and this fall, man, this is very tough. Um, and this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. Max, it has already been 11 years since LeBron's the decision where he decided to join the Miami Heat and team up with good pals Dwayne Wade and Chris Posh. Max, it's kind of terrifying that that's over a decade now, and that started the trend yeah. of super teams. But uh, I, I did that one for you, buddy, because I, I can't believe uh, it's already been 11 years since that's happened. I mean, I can't believe I, I was just I actually forgot LeBron played for the Heat. I had no idea. <laughs> like mine. I, you know, I, 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 I forgot it was 11 years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Max, <laughs> Max, you want to know what's funny? Uh, four years later, he chose to go back to Cleveland instead of staying with the Heat, too, staying in Miami. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if you think about it, I think after he left Cleveland, the first time he took a four-year break, and then he went back to Cleveland, L.A., the way the national media talks about it. Yeah, so no. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> he, uh, he went back to Cleveland for, you know, the win-one for Cleveland, I guess. <laughs> I, I, that means what that means. I don't know. I mean, let's ask Cubs fans. They won a World Series since when? And I feel like nobody gives a shit about the Cubs now. Now, now that the Cubs won, does anybody really care? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, I mean, do, that's now, now that the Cavs won, like no one gives a shit about the Cleveland. Like sell the team, sell the franchise, the city over water, get rid of it. No, seriously, Max. Though I was thinking about it, and Cleveland is just going to be a filler team. Yeah. Until they get another <laughs> like trans transgestional. Transgenerational type talent because I like I know they have yeah, Colin Sexton. It's gonna have to be like LeBron. Someone's gonna have to be born there, and then you know they get held hostage, and you have to stay here. You can't leave. You're, you're born four or five minutes away from Cleveland. What the hell? But I, I know Max, and and now anytime you hear about Cleveland, it's nothing good. It's it's Colin no. Sexton well, rumors. Like, well, I mean, it's never been good. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Been yeah. Uh, no, I know, but like. Colin Sexton trade rumors, Kevin Love not yep. wanting to be part of your team while he's still on the team. So everything, everything's great in Cleveland Town, like always. But Max, obviously this is another edition of Old School of Sport. I figured that we'd have a anniversary type soundbite to start the show. We got a decent amount to talk about today. We're going to talk some MLB. Max, you lied to me, okay? You did not tell me that you were going to the Subway Series game. Yeah, I said Max Yankees. I don't know. I don't know if you said that. You said you were going to Queens and meet up with some friends. I don't know if you told me you were going to a Subway Series game, though. Well, what's going to happen now? Am I going to look at my side and Victor's henchmen are going to come? No, back? I'm just saying. I mean, it would have been nice. would have been nice I, if you told me. I really thought I told you. It's, uh, also really, it's also very nice of you to actually get into baseball ever since we started this podcast, knowing how much baseball means to me. It's well, it's nice. Well, if good, I get into it more. Like, they suck. They're a joke. The fan base is a wake up. I've been saying this shit for three years. Now everyone, oh, you trade the team. They need that. Okay, great. I mean, again, I've been on this way for three years and everyone's calling me a skunk at the garden party. And I, I, I'll gladly beat one. Well, but, you know, I just, this team sucks. Well, top down. Well, Max, I, I do want to get your thoughts on the game, but the Yankees in particular in just a little bit. Obviously, plenty to talk about in the NBA. The finals are underway. The Phoenix Suns currently hold a one-game-to-none advantage over the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll get into that just a little bit. Some Olympic news that I want to talk about as well. But Max, let's first start off with 
top three most unexpected playoff runs in our sports history. And the inspiration from this came from this current NBA postseason because, I mean, you look at how far the Atlantic Hawks went. You look at a couple of other teams, how far they went. The Phoenix Suns, I mean, making it to the finals when the playoffs started, even though they were number two seed, not many people had them in the finals. So, Max, that is why I thought this would be a good list to do this week. So, number three on your list is who? Well, you're not going to be happy with my two and three because they involve both your teams. But, you know, that's the way it is. Uh, number three for me is um, what year did you guys beat the Patriots, the Giants, on the feed season? Twice we beat the Patriots, but undefeated season, 2007. 2007. Yeah, it wasn't that I thought the Giants were honestly bad. I just didn't think they would run through the playoffs and obviously, you know, beat the undefeated uh, Patriots. But what was it, week 16 or 17 is when you guys played them pretty well? Week 17. 17? No, it wasn't like, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Giants fans. I just didn't think, you know, up to that point, that was just the best like football team I've ever seen, you know? And did the Giants put the wild card that year? Yes, or wild, card. Yep. wild card. Number five okay. seed, yes. Yeah, so see, I mean, just, you know, you saying it out loud, it's like, damn, I can't believe they kind of ran through the play. Well, they had that Packers game, too, if I remember correctly, that was a good game. NFC Championship, yep. Picked off Favre yep. in overtime to set up the game-winning yep. That's when Tom goal. Coughlin had those rosy cheeks. Yes, yes. <laughs> but no, I uh, I was just, again, I was just surprised, like, you know, like I said, being the fifth seed in the wild, uh, wild card team, beating the almighty Patriots, too. Like, it was just, I was stunned. It's still one of the most shocking Super Bowls of all time. So that's number three for me. Yeah, no, no disrespect. Uh, taken, Max. No, no offense taken at all, Max. I'm actually gonna show. That's a good one, Max. Maybe it makes my list. Maybe it doesn't. I'm actually gonna go with hockey because, Max, did you know that the Tampa Bay Lightning won their second championship in yeah three and years? Can I last say night? something real quick? Just yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I wanted to ask you because you know, you, you, I don't know if you're upset or if someone hurt you, but you've been very. Um, very adamant on Twitter this past week, but I, I saw this. You can explain yourself. Yeah, no, um, you know, look, I've never talked down about, I don't think, hockey to, like, any of my friends or anything like that. Like, you know, I still have friends who like hockey. I, you know, I don't really, it's not my favorite sport. I don't, you know, I don't shit it, shit on it and be like, oh, this sport sucks, but right? But I think, you know, it's good, too. Troy Keselowski, a.k.a. Tikas, since I've met that kid in Oswego, just been shitting on the NBA for some reason to me. That sport sucks, yada, yada, and he loves hockey. And so, you know, I just poke jabs at him because he's been telling me for how many years that the NBA is rigged. Everybody knows who's going to win. The finals are everything. Besides the four years of Golden State and Cleveland, four years in a row, the NBA, if we look back in history, yeah, there's always a couple teams that, you know, three years in a row in the finals like that. I mean, Dynasty's good for, the, uh, for sports. But I just had to throw, throw a little shade at him because, you know, he's been telling me that, oh, this never happens in hockey. I'm like, oh, weird. Back to that championship? I, I thought, you know, an $18 million over the salary cap, too? Would they just buy a championship? What's going on here? Was this the NBA? That's my thing. You know, I'm just poking a little fun. I have nothing against hockey fans. You know, I, I, I don't. I really don't. But I just like poking fun at people who just shit on the NBA all the time because they don't like it because, you know, they like Wisconsin basketball for I think we can fill in the blank, the blank Y. Um... Max, um, two questions. One, did you watch a single second of the Stanley Cup? 
Yes, I watched. Oh wow! Okay. Maybe I will. I was in Queens there with my uh, my friends, and they're big hockey fans. Again, I watch the game. Gotcha. I've asked questions. You know, I kind of know a little bit about what's going on in hockey from time to time. Yeah, I, I will either watch game two or three, I believe. Okay, and then the second is, I my friends pointing this out. What a joke that Tampa Bay has all of a sudden become like title town. Because if you think about it, yeah. two hockey championships. The Rays made it, even though it was a Mickey Mouse World Series that the Dodgers ended up winning. Uh, they they represented the AL in the World Series a couple years back. And then Brady goes to the Bucks and they win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's kind of, again, ridiculous. You don't think of it as a sports town, but they've been on top of the world, it seems like, the last couple of seasons. I mean, I know it's not Tampa Bay per se, but look at Miami last year in the finals. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a good point. I mean, uh, I don't know what's closer Miami or yeah. Orlando to Tampa Bay, but I can't tell you either. Yeah, yeah. Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, it, the state has almost been tied to Tampa. But, yeah. but no, Max. I, I'll be honest with you. I I didn't watch much. Uh, Max, I have no problem with hockey. Right, I love going to games in person, and I love playoff hockey. When it comes to, uh, I'm a playoff Ranger fan. Right, but number three yeah. for my list, Max is an incredible story that I felt like went under the radar because again, it is. The sport of hockey, the St. Louis Blues back in 2019, they were last in the NHL around midway point in the season, and they came all the way back to win their first championship. It was the longest. It was the longest tenure to win the first championship in franchise history, 52 years, NHL's longest wait ever. Max, I, I think that story is incredible. They did it with an interim head coach. Uh, very similar to what the Hawks almost did this season, but I, I'm going with the St. Louis Blues. Once I heard that story, and and I got involved in that Stanley Cups where they took the Bruins seven games, I, I was very impressed with the St. Louis Blues and the, and their their season as a whole. So I'm I'm going with the Blues. I'm showing uh, some hockey fans love at number three. What about you, number two? Number two for me. Is uh, this one might get y'all riled up, but the two, I believe it was the 2015 Mets. Okay. I just, I'll be honest with you, I just never thought the Mets would ever make a World Series in my lifetime again, just because of the Wilpons. And, you know, you, you, I mean, they, if anybody knows, it's you guys about the Wilpons, right? Yeah. I'm fucking... And I just never thought they would ever not be the owner anymore of the team. And uh, you got, you know, and having Kerry Collins as a manager, too, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it. So that, that, that's my number two. It's like, it's like, it's like you know, what, what's another, what's an NFL team that's like that? Like the Jets, maybe? That they ever made the Super Bowl? Be like, holy shit, they actually made it? Well, I mean, you could point at the Jets and point at their first AFC championship run. 2000, yeah. 2009, I believe. No one expected them to go that far. No one expected them to beat the Patriots in the divisional round after they were embarrassed by New England in the regular season. So... No, I, I again I don't I don't take any any sort of offense to it, but since you keep trying to poke the bear, I'll uh, I'll go back at you and I'll go with the Dallas Mavericks in what was it Max? I was think, I was thinking about them. Yeah, 2011 against the Miami Heat, they end up winning the championship. Max, I'll be honest with you, I could not have been happier. Again, that was my first full 
year as an NBA fan. I really got into basketball once Stoudemire came to New York, and then I watched the decision. I, I remember watching. Now, Max, keep in mind, up until that point, I had never watched a basketball game with my dad. I remember watching the decision with my dad being very confident that he was LeBron James, that is. He was going to come to the Knicks and um, kind of rebirth that franchise. And I was very disappointed. So I followed that NBA season very heavily, uh, very closely. And when the Mavericks upset the Heat, I was ecstatic because at that time I wanted LeBron to end up with zero rings. Now, as I got older, I got wiser and I understood more and more why he chose to do what he did but that was an unexpected uh really run yes but unexpected win against that miami team i just i I could not believe talent wise that they were able to pull it off yeah what's funny about that series looking back now like it's been 11 years is that dallas hasn't made it out of the second round since that series yeah and max a very similar very similar in my opinion to the boston celtics is oh well similar to the Celtics similar to the Knicks I feel like Dallas is connected to almost every big name free agent that is available oh, yeah. in the market and they never get the top tier guy No they never they tried to after that year if people remember they tried to get Dwight Howard and Chris Paul and few down he was saying it was like a done deal and then obviously you know we know what happened there Yeah but why, why is that title real quick never never discussed as a fluke? Looking back on, it. I mean, I know it wasn't a fluke per se, but the organization. Everyone shits on the heat about the bubble. We we say making second playoffs and little runs. Same thing with this Raptors team. Like we're gonna act like the Raptors, two thousand nineteen. Well, Max, Max, I think you're being a little harsh. I mean, first off, you got to think about the time at which the Mavericks played with Dirk. You think about the heavy competition. Well, yeah, because everybody hated that Heat team. That's why nobody says it was. No, cool. no, no. But like, you got to think about when when the Mavericks made it and heavy favorites like the Lakers. They had Kobe. Prior to that, the Lakers were a powerhouse with Kobe and Shaq in the early two thousands. You had Popovich and the big three of the Spurs. I mean, it, it wasn't exactly like a cakewalk in the West, and, and it still isn't, but I'm saying like the dominant teams back then. And then to say it's a fluke, it was only a couple years back that they lost to the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. To you know, So it's not like it was their uh, one-shot, uh, one-and-done type appearance in the Finals. So I don't think it should be labeled a fluke. Well, I mean, you know, same team basically a year before without, I think, J.J. Barea, and they lost in the first round. Yeah, I mean. And, and then, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get any flack for that. I mean, how much I get? But how about this Raptors one? We're going to act like they were going to win a championship if KD or Clay were healthy. <laughs> like, Golden State wins again. I'm sorry. Oh, man. yeah. That's no just... doubt about it. And, and Max, <laughs> Max, you know what's funny? I was actually – I actually met someone this past weekend that was a Warriors fan – and he couldn't believe my Steph Curry take. But here's the thing. We both agree, no questions asked, that even if one of those two guys was healthy, the Warriors win that series. Oh, yeah. Just one of them. Yeah. And, and, but here's the thing, Max. If you say that, and I have no problem saying that whatsoever, I mean, let's not 
let's not cast any sympathy for the Warriors either because that twenty no. that twenty what was it, fifteen finals against yeah. the Cavaliers would have been a lot different. Kevin Love and Kyrie oh, yeah. were healthy. So let's yeah. you know, again, I'm not exactly feeling sorry for the Warriors, but but I think it's I think it's almost a fact that they win if Clay or KD are healthy throughout that series. But okay, Max, I said number two, Dallas Mets. What comes in number one of your list? I mean, 2007 Cavaliers, one of the worst final teams of all time. Uh, that I mean, I I think everyone's seen the memes before of LeBron at 22 or 23 taking that dumpster fire team and organization to a final. So it's 2007 Cavs. That team sucked. It was LeBron and Larry Hughes. You know, wash wash down Larry Hughes. Okay, Max, I can't argue with that. And uh, yeah, if you asked me to name another player, I I I know the nickname Big Z, but I could not n- name <laughs> another. I could not name another player on that Cavs roster from two thousand seven. But Max, for me, you already said it. Number one, I if I never see another championship from them again, it'll be okay because I saw the greatest. Greatest one they ever could have gave me, 2007 New York Giants. I remember being a young fan. I remember being devastated after that Week 17 loss. I remember waking up the next morning when they lost to the Patriots 38-35. Watching the Patriots pull off the undefeated season at Giants Stadium. Never understanding why New York couldn't be a winner for me. And they rattle off three straight road victories against the my most hated team, Dallas Cowboys, in the number one seed that season to go to Lambeau in the frigid cold, beat Brett Favre and the Packers, and then, of course, preventing 18-0, the way they dominated Brady, the way they they were able to upset that Bill Belichick-led team, that high-powered offense, the greatest playing Super Bowl NFL history, the helmet catch... I, if I never see another championship from the Giants, I can't complain because they gave me the greatest one to ever happen. And yeah, no, that was that was crazy. So you know, yeah. that, that's one of those teams to tell your grandkids about. Exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, and trust me, the highlights will never get old for me. But good list, Max. Good list, and that'll conclude our list of the week: top three most unexpected playoff runs. So, Max. I want to ask you, let's move on to some baseball. How was your experience at City Field for the Subway Series game? Oh, the Yankee Stadium. Oh, was it? Because, you know, yeah. when when Alonzo hit the game-tying home run against the Yankees in game one of the doubleheader on Sunday, the stadium erupted, and I was like, oh, my God. The Yankees have hit an all-time low, in my opinion. Mets fans took over Yankee Stadium, and it felt like a Mets home game. The Mets ended up taking 2-3, but you guys, man, you guys are... You're a different type of spoiled fans. I mean, things get tough. I mean, you guys are still over 500. Yes, I know you're out of the. Uh, you're currently a couple games out of the wild card. You're in fourth place, but it's embarrassing what Yankee fans have become. I'm with you. I mean, I I but I, I could. Not any complaint for me. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's the same. It's a, it's the same state. I get it. It's it's the same city, but.
but man, I could not believe what I was hearing. The the crowd erupted once Alonzo hit the homer off Chapman, but I mean, you guys don't deserve it when they talk about Fairweather fans. But Max, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, you went to one hell of a game. The Mets, uh, Mets, hell, uh, were dominant for most of that one. Yeah, um, I don't know. I going to that new stadium. I mean, I've been to the stadium before, but I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I still miss the old stadium. Uh, the old stadium had more history. That, you know, teams playing that one had actually pride playing for the uh, pinstripes. The one now, um, the beer there sucked. I got one of those Yankees cans, whatever. It was terrible. Uh, the French fries are off looking at the stadium. Um, after a while, I was just getting annoyed just by, you know, just random fans calling out shit, trying to be funny. I started walking around, just checking out the stadium, looking at different angles. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a shitty day, shitty game. It was like raining on and off, sprinkling. Um, yeah, Aaron Judge hit a home run when they were down 8-1 or some shit, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I mean, this team's a mess. Um I don't know what's really. I don't know what's going on. I hope they sell at the trade deadline. And uh, but no, like it, it was cool being seeing it really wrong. Like I know I don't sound for fun, but I, I got a Babe Ruth jersey. Uh, I got some, but I got a jersey that um, you know people actually respect the Yankee uniform, not these clowns. Or you know, I mean, no one on the team's won anything. Don't give that Brett Gardner shit. Oh, oh wait, we did championship team. Oh wait, yeah, he's a pinch runner. Sweet. I mean, <laughs> what's that Betcher experience like? Oh. What, is it because he was just randomly happened to be there, or like did he actually contribute winning? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care about that. So yeah, I got I got Brady's jersey. I, I would I wouldn't get one jersey, uh, player on this front team's jersey, not one. Uh, even if they gave it for free, I, uh, I'd sell it, get some little kid or something. But um, yeah, I miss the old stadium. To be honest with you. Yeah, Max. Uh, first off, I'm glad you did have a good time though. In, in all seriousness, Max, I've been to the new Yankee Stadium a couple times and. I don't know. It's all right. I, I've been. I, I was able to go to the old one before they moved out, and I same with you. I I loved the old Yankee Stadium so much more historic, so much more iconic. There is no reason for them to move into a new stadium yet. Again, it's all about money. It's all about being new, and I I, I think it was a waste. It, it it was it was almost disrespectful to their old home, the house that Ruth built. But whatever. Yep. Uh, but Max, I'll be honest with you, and I'm I'm sort of ashamed by this, and I I guess I guess it's not all my fault because the Mets weren't playing that well at the time before this series, but I had no idea it was the Subway Series that weekend, and I'm embarrassed because gr- growing up I absolutely loved the Subway Series, and again I I'm not too naive to say that it's. A Yankees town, a Yankee city, I get that, right? But when the Mets and Yankees played, I always got a little more excited, always got amped for it. But I'll be honest with you, all of a sudden it's Friday morning, I'm checking who the Mets are playing because they just had another disappointing loss Thursday night. And I'm like, holy shit, the Subway Series is today? I didn't hear a word about it. Maybe because New York sports, New York baseball has gotten so low. I mean, yes, the Mets are doing well, but they've been very inconsistent at times. And when they're bad, they're bad and not fun to watch. But, I I mean, I couldn't believe it was the Subway Series. So I, I got excited for it. I was disappointed that the first game got rained out and they do the stupid double doubleheader. 
But no, Max, I'm really glad you got. Was that your first Subway Series game? Oh uh, yeah, no, that yeah, that's actually my first Subway Series game. Yeah, yeah, th- th- those are the best. I've been to a couple, couple of great ones, and uh, uh, I would love to go again. I've been to Degrom uh, pitching. I've been to David Wright's walk off against Rivera. So I've had I've had some great experiences. But Max, I'll be honest with you, and and this is I, I know that their bats have come alive since Seattle, but. If they got swept by the Mets, if the Yankees got swept by the Mets, I I thought Boone was gone. Because here's the thing, two teams... I wish they did. Well, I, I'm a little surprised that they didn't anyway, especially after that game one loss, because that was really tough to swallow if you're a Yankees fan, the way they lost that game. Max, George Steinbrenner must be oh, rolling yeah. in his grave. Because here's the thing, two teams he would not accept losing to, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Mets. Max, the Yankees have not shown up for those games this season. And it, it almost season. seems... How about the decade? Well, well, so wait. That's true. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I just mean that the yeah, last couple of seasons with Boone. But, uh, uh, Max, I, I think this team needs... Th- this team is dead. I mean, whether it's Cole not pitching the same ever since the sticky stuff cracked down to the inconsistency on offense to guys just not perform. I mean, Max, Luke Voigt, I, I watched Sunday's game, the first one at least. Some of these plays are just lack of hustle, lack of effort on defense. Him him nonchalantly running back, almost getting beat out when he's five feet away from the bag to step on first. I, I mean, Boone's got a you know, kick these guys in the ass sometimes to get some life from them. I think, I think Boone, one more bad stretch, he's gone. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I get rid of him now. I mean, what's the point? Like I said, trade, trade, trade deadline. See what we can get for these guys. Because you ain't, you ain't going far this year. Uh, I mean, I, I know, no shot. I don't see it. Um, because they're on the young guy. Go ahead. Sorry. And start over next offseason. No, I just. I think it's simple. Just trade, trade who you can trade. Get get some value back. Let the young guys play. Suck. Figure out the major situation, and then look at the offseason. See what what else we can do. That's how we do. I plan on this season. See ya. Yeah. Well, the very disappointing season so far because I I look at them. They're forty four and forty one, eight and a half games back in the division. They're currently in fourth place. Okay, in the wild card. Right. They're not out of the day. They've gained some ground the last couple of days, but three and a half. But Max, I just I I view it, and they're just not really that good. Yes, they might beat up on inferior teams, lesser teams, but overall they're not good. And, and like I said, too many inconsistency. Max, is there anyone that because I've started to see Judge's name right be thrown around? Is there anyone that you feel is untouchable on this team? Untouchable? Hell no. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, I'd like to keep. Uh, DJ, uh, you know, I'd keep Judge maybe for another year just to see what we can do in the offseason. But, you know, if I got blown away by a trade, yeah, hell yeah, I'd get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, I'd put Voight on the trade block. I'd trade him if I could. Voight's been awful, dude. Yeah. I'd try to trade him. Um, Gary Sanchez, I have a good one. Uh, I mean, no one's going to take Sands' contract, but Jesus. If you, I mean, you know, if, <laughs> if you can get that off the books, then please. But, yeah. Uh, I, I'd, I'd put. I mean, Chapman's been bad too, but you know, I'm, I'm sure some playoff team would want a power arm in the bullpen, you know, in postseason. So 
see what you can get for him. Yeah, everybody's up for sale, in my opinion. Yeah, and dude, here's the thing about Chapman. First off, he ha- he's had <laughs> off the field problems too. I I will never understand, and, and I don't know. I, I've been in serious situations where there's nothing else I can do besides laugh or or smile or or I, I don't know. But Chapman, the amount of times I see him blow a save and, and he's like laughing to himself or or just smiling at the pain or disgust, it it's almost like as a fan, I'd be. I'd be livid if I saw that from my closing pitcher for the amount of times that I, I mean I don't know what's happened to him. He started off the season great, and ever since then, uh, he hasn't been able to close the door. Yeah, I, I don't. He's always been like just ever since the, he's been with the Yankees, he's always been up and down. And like I said, he, yeah, I remember the other year he's pretty good, and he's just been he's just been ass lately. So, like I said, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm not really. I have I have no emotional connection with any of these Yankees anymore. Like you know, when you're younger, you have connections. Or even I was like in high school. There's some certain guys are like, oh damn, you know, it's tough for him to go. Now I couldn't care less who the hell got traded. This is a business. We're the Yankees, right? We're not. You know, we're not the Orioles, okay? But this is you know, we're not some shit team. It's like oh, just happy to be here. No, I mean you know, it's just I I know people cringe saying it, but you know this this franchise won 27 World Championships. We haven't won one since 08. You know. Damn, you're made or haven't made a World Series since so way. You know how embarrassing that is. Yeah, and we're the New York Yankees. Are are we? Mm. I just I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this fan base. I'm sick of everybody. Just oh, fire Cashman, fire Judge. I mean, uh, not Judge, fire Boom. Uh, you know, I, I've been I've been saying this for a couple of years now. Everyone's called. Oh, Matt, you're you know. Okay, well now look at us, right? So. Told you so. Sorry. Well, Max, I'll be honest with you. I, it goes back to I never really thought that Girardi deserved to lose his job. And to bring in Boone, a more player-friendly type coach, didn't seem like the Yankee way. And, and again, like you said, Max, I mean, George Steinbrenner wouldn't be living for this right now. It's the New York Yankees. Mediocrity is not accepted in, yeah. in New York City in this town. And he would be doing everything. I mean, he probably cleaned house after that Mets series, but yeah. But no, you're right. They've become too complicit with with just being average or a little above average. They're not one of the better teams in the AL. They have they have a lot of problems across the board. And and again, Max, I think we're gonna see one of those rare times where, you know, I still think that guys like. Judge are going to remain right Torres, yeah. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Yankees are quote sellers come the they should, trade. They hundred percent should be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Max, um, I just want to get your take because we don't have to necessarily stay stick to baseball, but this past week the All Star Game rosters were announced, and some highlights. Obviously, Degrom, my God, Degrom made it right. Shohei Otani, for the first time in All-Star Game history, became the first player to make as a pitcher and position player. The All-Star Game was first played back in 1933, right? Max, you look around, and I was a little shocked. I mean, maybe he got a lot of support. I'm not saying that he's having he's not having a great season, but you know, guys like Altuve would have loved to not ever make another All-Star Game again. Um some other guys, in my opinion, got robbed. Taiwan Walker of the Mets. You know, Chapman made it. Cole made it, right? And, and to me, all-star games, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, has become a popularity contest, right? 
Do you have a problem with that at all? Like, would you like to see a change in the All-Star game voting process? Because I guess as a kid, I was a lot more into it. Like, if I had my choice, there'd be no doubt that I would go to an MLB All-Star game out of all of them. Just because I feel like that's the toughest to coast. And and I'm not saying the NBA one isn't entertaining, right? Because uh, obviously some of the plays that you see are... A, a normal human being wouldn't be able to pull off and yes the fourth gets exciting because the competition level goes up and there's more defense being played but you, you can't fake throwing a 95 mile per hour fastball or hitting a three uh 400 foot home run right so i'd go with mlb but nowadays to me who makes it doesn't matter as much but it does suck when a guy's having a great season and is rightfully deserving of a spot, and he gets robbed of it. So I just would like to get your take. Do you think that there needs to be a change in the process? Uh, yeah, baseball is kind of weird because I feel like a lot of players who don't make it, I mean, a lot of all-stars or people who don't make the all-star team, I feel like they're kind of okay with it. You know, they get like five days off and they go to some island and relax. So I, I feel like you made a good point. When we were younger, I felt like all-star games were like such a bigger deal. And maybe because we're not young anymore, but, like, I feel like when we were younger, like, it was, like, a big deal. Like, I used to watch the game with friends and stuff, you know? And I just feel like it's kind of lost luster. But on the changes, yeah, I mean, it's getting more and more as a popularity contest, you know? It's just, like, like you said, Chapman making a cold lay on it. But this MLB, doesn't every uh, team have to have a player in the All-Star game? Yes, they all need one representative. Which I kind of like, I'll be honest with you, because it's very rare where – not not there's not at least one good player on every single team yeah i feel like that would work in baseball because like you know 25 guys obviously yeah and uh, i feel i mean i'd like to see that in football too i mean there's been there's been a couple of years i remember when the jets didn't have any and like mo wilkerson was actually like you know decent was actually good it wasn't like a slob when he signed that contract um, like, you know, he's been on a couple teams. But, like, basketball, like, it's kind of hard. Like, you know, it's facility just 12 guys in both conference. You know, so it's kind of hard to make everybody happy. But, um, no, I, yeah, it's a cool rule because, you know, like, who is it? Trey Mancini is an all-star or something? Well, right? he's just a great story overall. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, like somebody like a team like that, like Baltimore, yes. who sucks. Yeah. You know, it's nice for at least one guy to get, you know, rep, uh, rewarded for, you know, being on doing good to be on a shitty team. Yeah. No, I I was just wondering because, like, I mean, I... So, the the biggest problem with my supposed um, fix to it would be allow the players to vote for their peers because I feel like who knows better than uh, players that are actually playing the same sport and recognize real talent. But the only thing to me with that becomes... In the NBA, you already have players who are buddy buddies with everyone. Yeah. To the point where they create their own teams. Do you think that that carries over to the All Star voting as well? I think the whole process should be um, anonymous so that we don't have that. We don't have any uh, controversy along with that. But and then, but then it's like, oh well, it's a fan event. Like allow the fans to vote who they want to see play. But then my biggest problem is you, you get guys that are just in it because of the big name. And you're taking away a spot from a guy that has actually 
you know, earned a spot on the All-Star team. Now, nowadays, the NFL, the Pro Bowl, to me, Max, I wouldn't be surprised in the next five to ten years we do away with that because no one even cares about the Pro Bowl anymore. It's about making the All-Pro team. And I, yeah. I, I don't see the All-Star game ever going away from basketball. Let's be honest, though. The All-NBA team is what matters to them, too, in my opinion. Yep. And and same thing with MLB. So, so I don't know. I I and you're right, Max. It, it does seem like MLB out of all of them players are more. Well, I don't know because the Pro Bowl has gotten really bad over the last couple of years, Max. Because a the Super Bowl players can no longer play in it because it's in between the championship game yeah. and the Super Bowl, which is stupid. Which is stupid. And then, um, football is such a physical game that half the time these guys start to bow out and we're seeing that with baseball too Degrom is backing out he's had a couple injuries Altuve he said that he's sitting out because he wants a couple of days rest uh because he feels that the Astros uh have a chance to win it all this season now I mean I don't know how they're going to do that without their most valuable player in the garbage cans and the video camera but we'll say if he has a point but no I just uh, just when it comes down to it, in the moment, I care more than I actually do in the whole grand scheme of things type of thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying about the players who vote, but I don't. I honestly don't think players really give a shit. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen some NBA like voting, and they vote for like Luke Babbitt when he was on the Heat, and I think he played six games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they don't really, they don't give a shit. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, but. No, so I mean, again, I, I'm if ever given an opportunity, I would absolutely love to go to an All Star game. And I believe it or not, I do get when when a Mets player is in the home run derby. I also watch that. Um, I'll never forget David Wright, <clears throat> my favorite, <clears throat> my favorite player of all time, uh, came down to the final round. He was the runner up to. Fucking Ryan Howard of all people. Alonzo won it a couple years back. He's defending his crown this year. I'll never forget Jacob DeGrom throwing an almost immaculate inning. Back in 2015, he struck out three AL players on 10 pitches. Uh, that was a really exciting moment um, in All-Star Game history. But yeah, so I just wanted to give you a take. But Max, let's let's move on and let's talk some NBA playoffs, Max. So like I said, the Phoenix Suns are currently up a game 1-0 against the Milwaukee Bucks. They won game one. Giannis made his return, but Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden combined scored 81 points, and it was too much for the Bucks to handle. They they almost seemed clueless at times on defense. Bucks ended up defeating the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals even without Giannis and Max. Again, I feel like, you know, as many times as I've been right about certain sports things, multiply that by three, and that's how many I've been wrong about sports, uh, about my sports predictions. Because, Max, everything that I thought was going to happen in the NBA postseason or any prediction that I made, made did not happen. Because I, I, I mean, we talked about Max. I... I thought the Bucks were done without Giannis and then they yeah. they somehow got uh, a second life in them and they started to dominate in the paint Brooke Lopez looking like the Brooke Lopez of old Chris Milton uh, had a couple of great games 
So uh, it almost seems like anything I, I say, uh, the opposite happens. And then obviously the Suns, uh, we know Max, they defeated the Clippers in six games. But Max, I know we're a game into it. But first, who do you want to win the NBA Finals? Uh, I'd rather have Phoenix win, honestly. I think um, it'd be kind of cool. And honestly, I don't know if anybody wants to hear this, but this might be Milwaukee's only shot winning, honestly. So I, I don't know what they have in store, what the great coach Bud has in store for them, but I, I, I think this is Milwaukee's probably only chance of, of winning as of right now, I would say. Max, I... I agree with you on both. So I, I was thinking about it, and every day I usually stop and talk. On my way out from work, I, I stop and talk to the uh, front desk. I, is it technically a receptionist? I don't know. But I I stop and talk, and it was game one, and I was like, oh, who do you want to win? And we, we started talking about it, and we both agreed that we're rooting more for Phoenix because in terms of legacy-wise, in terms of opportunities, this is probably going to be one of Chris Paul's last opportunities to win a ring. He he has less time in the NBA than a guy like Giannis. So legacy-wise, to really cement his place in NBA history, not saying that he hasn't already, but cement his place with one of the greats, Chris Paul needs this ring. He needs to win his first ring, right? But Max... I also told him that this might be Milwaukee's one and only slash best chance because you think about it, the Hawks are going to be back next year with another year of experience under their belt. The, the Nets will continue to have their big three. Now, we have to see their big three stay healthy, right? Yeah. But they'll be back. I think the Heat will get better. The Knicks improved from last season, okay? So... I do agree with you. Now, this I mean, is... Even, we don't like these teams, but, you know, 76ers had a move. 76ers, yes. Yes. Boston, you know, who the hell knows with them? And they got Tatum Brown. That's a nice start, right? So, yeah. I mean, who knows? No, that that's a great point, Max. I didn't even, I, I didn't even mention those players, so thank you. Uh, mentioned those teams, so thank you. But, Max, I'll say this. This is definitely Milwaukee's best chance. I don't know if this is going to be Giannis's only chance. Now, what I mean by that is... Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think that Milwaukee has to win it this year, okay? Because, again, it's not like they make a big splash in the offseason. Yes, they make nice moves, but not the big splash, okay? We don't love their head coach. So, how much more are we going to see a cycle? We've seen it. Now, I'm not saying that these guys have gotten as far as Giannis and the Bucks have. But we've seen guys do their best, try to stay loyal. And in the end, it just doesn't pan out. Like Dame Lillard, like Russell Westbrook. How much longer do the Bucks have before Giannis is like, oh, I can't win in Milwaukee. They better get it done this year because to me, this is their best yeah. and only shot. I mean, look at Drew Holiday. He was supposed to be the, the you know, the the upgrade for them. And yeah, he's like good defensively, don't get me wrong, and you know, he can do something offensively for you. But he's been he's been bad. Yeah. During this fun ever, ever since that Heat series, he's been not not great. 
<laughs> no, I know. And, and that's what I mean, Max. Nice move. Like, Holiday was a nice yeah. move. But when you when you list some of the elite point guards, it's not like Holiday. I mean, Victor, what did we? What did I say last year during when Chris Paul was on Thunder? Get Chris Paul. No, yeah, Max, we were both in agreement. But yeah. again, but but we were we were never like that's a move Milwaukee would definitely make. Well, you know, if they trade all those picks for Drew Holiday. How about Chris Paul? Yeah, no, I know, I know. No, I listen, Max. He could get Giannis so many easy buckets. Like, look what he's doing for um, DeAndre Aiden right now. DeAndre Aiden looks like a solid starter, right? Like, he's still a good player. But he's make, Chris Paul's making him a lot of money. No, Max, listen. I I, I, I couldn't I, – I, I'm pretty sure I'm on record of saying that would have been like a perfect match, a perfect yeah. combination with Chris Paul and Giannis. Definitely, definitely. Because guess what? Because Giannis is a center. How many times have I been saying that? Well, <laughs> well, no, I know, Max. And and think about, like you said, he's he's upped. I mean, the Phoenix Suns have done nothing but um, talk so highly about Chris Paul. Think about what he would have yeah. done for other guys on that team, Milton, um, for Lopez. So I think I think you're 100% right. Yeah, definitely even uh, Giannis, as great of a player he was – Chris Paul would have upped this game. And Max, you know what I just wanted to point out real quick before I forget about? You know, we're seeing a resurgence of the pick and roll being a cornerstone in the NBA. And it really has to do a lot with, and and as much as I talk downly about the new wave of NBA and uh, the style of play, I mean, the three-point shot has really brought back the simplicity of a pick and roll because now with these guys making such deep shots you have to come up with that it's that i mean max did you see some of the open shots that trey young got before he went down to the injury you know you can't leave these guys wide open so now as a defense you really got to be on top of your game because either you uh, beat the screen and cover the three-point shot or uh your big man or a center whatever Ford comes yeah. up and he leaves the wide open pick and roll. So it is kind of amazing how, while it is a new wave, the, the old generation sticks around. If that makes yeah. sense. And no, that's you brought up a good point. And especially yeah. look at coach Bud with a uh, Brooke Lopez, you know, he, he's uh, off the pick and roll. He's just getting thrown apart when they, when uh, they put Lopez back. Chris Paul is hitting mid-range jumper all over him the whole time. Yeah. Yep. No, I so know. So they, they got to fix that because Chris Paul in the mid-range too. Like you you said about the three-point line or, you know, just the spacing. Everyone's hitting threes now. But that mid-range is wide open. That, that's a gimme nowadays. And Chris Paul, something like Chris Paul, you know, if I was a – if I was a point guard playing, I would look. I would like to get in the, mid, in the mid range more. Honestly, it's just a lot easier shot, and get, you know, so somebody is still footed like Lopez on an island. Like Jesus, Chris Paul's Chris Paul can get you ten points right there. Just mismatch. Yeah, when, when Brooke Lopez is in the drop scheme. Yep. Yeah, no. 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 I agree, Max. And and it'll be interesting to see because it took the Bucks a while to make adjustments in the Atlanta Hawks series. Um, and again, I think they were. Helped out a little bit by that young injury, no doubt. But uh, this isn't this isn't the Atlanta Hawks. That they're not they're not so heavily reliant on one or two guys. They have guys that can take over games. And if you're constantly getting twenty plus points from your big three of Aiden, 
of Booker, of Paul, this is going to be a quick series for the Suns and a long one for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, Max, Drew Holiday, like like, like you said, has been off. 4-14, he scored 10 points, Max. 10 points. 4-14 shooting, 0-4 from three-point range. I mean, this, this I, I, again, I, I'm serious. Without Giannis, this team, uh, they, they try to just make nice moves or benefit. I mean, Chris Paul would have yeah. been a great. Even you take a look at the point guard options this season, Max, uh, via trade, and I think it would have been better. Uh, any of these guys would have been better than what uh, they did for Drew Holiday. Sorry, if you stay on ESPN too long, ads start to play. But oh no, <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. Milwaukee definitely could have, you know. Long story short, I would have went for Chris Paul instead of Drew Holiday. You know, you got to show Definitely. that, you know, let's win one this year. But you, every year you got to, like, you know, how can we win this year if you're a title team? You know, and I think Chris Paul, you know, is can be at this level for, what, another two, three years maybe? You know, so I, I, w- I would have done it if I was Milwaukee. Yeah, no, I agree, Max. Now, Max, I just want to get your opinion because I, I don't want to get too much into offseason, yeah. right? Because we're going to need some – we're, we're going to be thin on topics once the finals wraps up, and I'm not looking forward to that time period. But, Max, if you're Chris Paul, right, and I, I'm I'm sure he's not thinking about it right now, so let's just play the what-if game. If he wins the championship this year with the Suns, gets the monkey off the back, he finally wins one, are you in, more inclined to do what Kawhi did and do like a one-and-done type deal and – Go pick your next location, or do you stick around and you try to build something, build a dynasty with the Suns? I think for Chris Paul, you know, like you said, if he does win this year, I think that he found a team that responds to him. Because you know, if, if we take a look at Chris Paul from his Clipper days till now, a lot of teammates have kind of you know had beef with him before, like older, not like James Harden, right? Like Chris Paul is a little bit older than him, but he's not old enough to like you know sign him. Like, you know, Chris Paul's basically everyone's dad on this Phoenix team. Think about it, right? Like, he's the older guy telling wisdom, yelling at him. They listen. Um, I think he's yeah, I think he's in a nice spot in Phoenix. I, I would like to get a two- or three-year deal from Chris Paul. Like, you know, there, there's been a lot of talk about it's either he's going to the Suns or the Knicks because, you know, the Leon Rose connection that used to be his agent. And then, you know, they need a point guard. Um, but, no, I, I'd rather stay in Phoenix. You know, I really would. Devin Booker, Aiden, you know, who knows? Maybe they, can, maybe they take another leap up, right? Championship, maybe, you know. So, I, I would like to say in Phoenix for my rest of my career. But their owner, uh, Sarver, has known for you know screwing people over last minute, and not paying them. So, if they're gonna play hardball with Chris Paul after if they do win a championship, then you know I'm going with the money is. But hopefully for Phoenix' sakes, you know they give them a nice two with maybe with a third year as a team deal. And uh, I'd say in Phoenix for you know until I'm done playing. Yeah, Max, you you bring up a couple of good points. The only thing I'll say is. And um, I don't want to forget this point, so I'll say it first. You know how you brought up the point, and it was a good one, how prior to this, he hasn't ha- exactly gotten along with his teammates like Harden. Um, and a couple, uh, Yeah, a couple of guys with the Clippers, right? I wonder if Chris Paul was able to do something that Melo and guys like Russ I don't think we'll ever be able to do. And that's take a step back and realize this is what I have to do 
to finally win the championship. Like, I wonder if he changed as a leader, as a player, to realize his role and to realize what it's going to take to win with other guys and win the championship. Just because, I, I mean, yeah. this is this, this this is the first time we're hearing, like, Aiden and Booker talk so highly. This is the first real time that we're talking, that we've heard. Because you know what it is? High- because I kind of mentioned it before. I feel like Chris Paul has found that these young guys who, they don't really know anything. And Phoenix, a couple of years, you know, they haven't won anything since Chris Paul got there. Yeah. So I think Chris Paul, and you know, Chris, it's Chris Paul said the other day. Like, you know, these guys were in high school and he was on the Clippers. Yeah. Or, you know, even, you know, and so they look, they look at him completely different. Like, man, that's Chris Paul, you know, like whatever he says, I'm doing it. You know, they're so young and naive that they don't know. They just want to be better and, you know, take press a ring. So I think he found a nice at point in his career where, you know, he's like the, like I said, he's like the old man. And he's just telling the young guys what to do. And they listen to him. They have, so, you know, they have respect for him. Yeah. So that's, like, that's what I really think it is. I think he found a good connection. Like, Michael, like Bridges, uh, Michael Bridges, he mm-hmm. loves Chris Paul. Yeah, like you know, those young guys do because you know that's all they know. And then when they get older, you know, they're probably gonna be the old guys yelling at the young dudes. <laughs> so yeah. you know, it, it works around. Yeah, it, it's like a symbiotic relationship. One yeah. one benefits off the other. And again, Max, another critical area that we didn't touch upon either. Monty Williams and him have a relationship, have a great history yeah. as well. So I think that plays a role in it as well. But Max, if I'm Chris Paul, right? When I win my first ring, now Max, I, I look, leave. I like, I look at it like this. I get to do whatever the hell I want to do because here's my thing. The one thing that's not been the, the one thing that I haven't been able to accomplish throughout my NBA career is win a ring. Now I've done that. I don't have to really accomplish anything more. And am I LeBron James where I need as many rings to get? To Michael Jordan. No, at this point in my career, I'm not at that stage where I'm I'm ring chasing to be considered one of the greatest of all time, right? If I'm Chris Paul and there's a place I want to play, I'm going there. Like New York. He's always been like New York. If he wants another great team to play for, if he likes the culture, the Miami Heat, go go with uh go with Jimmy Butler and try down there. If I if I love how Phoenix is, if I want to run it back with Phoenix, I don't think that I, I think Paul has endless opportunities if he wins a title this year. It's just to me at this point, I can I would want to do whatever I want to do. And I mean, he has options if he wants them. You know, yeah, That's exactly, really the way I, exactly. The way I look at it. Exactly. So I'm just saying it, it's an interesting, and that's what I feel like Kawhi did. I did my thing in Toronto. Now it's my time. I did my thing without being on the Spurs. I, I showed that I could win without Popovich. I can do whatever the hell I want. So that's why he went home. If Paul wants to do that and go to New York, by all means, do it. With the ring, he can do whatever he wants to do. Um, yeah. Now, Max, I just want to talk about the Western Conference Finals real quick. And it has to do with Chris Paul. Um, somewhat at the end of Game 6, Patrick Beverly pushed Paul in the back, one of the most cowardly moves I've seen. And, and again, to me, Max, well, first let me say the other instance I want to talk about. Like we said, Max, Paul has had a rocky history with teammates uh, throughout the years, and I don't believe they ever played together, but uh, who is it? Morris? What? Which one is it? Marcus Morris, Matt? 
on the Clippers. On the Clippers? Yeah. Yeah, Marcus Morris. Yeah, Marcus Morris uh, yelling at him towards the end of the game. Uh, that's why nobody fucks with your bitch ass or whatever. Oh, no. No, that was a boogie. That was Marcus. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins said, Max, I, I don't know about you. And again, I, I blame some of it on the lack of a real head coach, right? The Clippers' true colors to me came out in that loss. And what I mean by that is there are a bunch of talkers who at the end of the day fall short. All right. Patrick Beverly pulling that stunt for as many skins as he's gotten under to put I would have been I would have been fine with him pushing him face to face right to push him from yeah. the back and I know yeah. he apologized right but here's the thing I don't I don't I don't fuck with these Twitter apologies right I get it maybe it's over the uh over the internet it's it's a public apology right to me a more sincere one would be definitely one-on-one but standing in front of the camera and admitting he did wrong right and then cousins running his mouth when he didn't do shit for the clippers the man doesn't even know the rules just chucking the ball at the backboard to me max the clippers true colors came out in that loss and here's the thing i wouldn't be terribly surprised i think they're uh i think they're I don't want to say imploding, but because I, I do think Paul George will be back. But I think the Kawhi experiment didn't work out. I think they're moving on from that. And by that, I mean, I think Kawhi's moving on. And and they just have a bunch of bunch of players with a loud bark but can't back it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I said this in the bubble last year, too, that, you know, the way they were acting. Remember, they were going at Dame, laughing at Dame for missing a free throw in the, play, in the game. Yes. Yep. Um, this that whole team, they just you know, I wrote about it. Um, that you know, Kawhi had that mantra about him, right? Coming off the championship uh ring from the Raptors and coming to a team and you know, the Clippers, that whole team last year thought they, they won something because Kawhi was there. And it just yeah, I mean they act like they've done something. They never nobody on that team's done shit besides Kawhi and Baca, because Baca's out of ring too. But um I just, yeah, the Pat Beverly shit, man, like Westbrook said, you know, he fooled everybody. Like, you know, he, he's the loudest one in the room, barking, yelling, screaming, and, you know, what happens? Nothing. So, yeah, I mean, the Pat Beverly thing, that was a scumbag move, you know. And even on a replay, I was like, well, you know, Chris Paul's been known to be a dirty, a dirty player, so maybe he, you know, did something to him. Replay showed Chris Paul, they just stared at each other, gave each other dirty looks, and then Pat Beverly's turned out. And, you know, the thing that, I, you know, Listen, first thing I noticed was that how about Frank Kaminsky just letting Pat Beverly just do that right in front of him? Yeah, yeah. That I mean, you know that like, was odd. Like you know, I mean, like I saw one tweet and my friend showed me like if that Giannis has him, he, he would have grabbed, he would have did, he would have grabbed him like the Undertaker. He would have choke slammed his ass. Yeah, no, I know, and and uh, well, I mean, you, you think about some of the some of the guys. Uh, throughout the league that actually have their teammates back. Uh, one guy in particular that comes to mind, Stephen Adams, some of the guys. I mean, yeah. uh, Udonis has them, Max. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't believe that, Max. And and I know it's almost like which was more appalling, which was more shocking to me. Uh, whether I, – I mean, honestly, it was more so Comiskey because – Beverly doing that doesn't really surprise me because, I, yeah. again, my opinion on him has soured he over the last couple of years. Dirty shit. But, yeah, the fact that Kaminsky didn't stand up for his teammates, um, 
that and was then, so- and then he and then he gave him a little push like oh get off me. yeah 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 he tried to like yeah. save himself type of thing yeah dude no I I, I mean I, I know we're in the finals now but if I'm Chris Paul I'm probably pulling old I'm probably pulling old Frank Kaminsky to the side and saying we're not in Wisconsin anymore. yeah yeah I know <laughs> um. But no, I I just wanted to get your points on that because because I watched it, Max, and I was shocked, and then I wasn't because I was like, we we've been yeah. talking about it for a while, and and to, to me, Beverly and the Clippers have kind of gotten off a little easy off of their antics or whatever. I, I know that Kawhi's next decision, next move, has kind of taken the spotlight off of them, but just just you know lose with class or, or something. I mean, you, you, oh, you guys, know what? Just, just don't do that. Just walk, you know? Yeah, you exactly. Have... Just walk off. Just walk off the court. Yeah. I mean, you know, but anyway. I just, I, yeah, I don't, I, I'm glad the Clippers lost because that, I mean, I like Kawhi, but everyone else on that team, I mean, I've always kind of liked Boogie, but he definitely annoyed me in that yeah. Clippers series. Yeah. Because he can't play anymore. Like, I, I know I wanted the Heat to get him and there's at times during the Clippers series against, you know, Darius Sarge, he was doing pretty good, but he, he's done. Yeah, I, he's just had too many injuries, and it's a shame because he kind of missed out on big payday, like the super. Like people forget with, with Boogie real quick is that when he got traded to the Pelicans, he missed out on that supermax. He was like the one of the few guys that not get the supermax, like when it was new. And so he got. I, I feel bad he got screwed over because of the injuries, but yeah, he's done now. He he's trash. Big three weeks coming soon. Yeah, no, I know, and and I really think that I, I really do think that this Clippers uh, team is gonna have some changes before the season gets underway next year. And uh, you know, part of me is like, oh, well, Kawhi's gonna want to finish um, his unfinished business. The reason why he I came mean, he to did LA. buy a seventeen million dollar house in LA. I know, <laughs> I know. Made, so I don't, I don't know. You don't do that unless, like, you know. So, but no. it's Kawhi. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and here's the thing, Max. Again. If they lost first round, I would have said he was gone. Yeah. But the fact that oh, they yeah. were able to go six games into the Western Conference Finals without him, I'm like, okay, maybe Kawhi in the back of my mind is like, we would have been in the finals well, yeah. if I was healthy. So another let me year, give, give this another go type of thing. Yeah. No, I, I think, sadly, for, well, selfishly for myself, I think he's in stick in uh, L.A. for another year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, at, at the end of the day, if I, uh, again, I don't want to talk too much about it because we will, I do think that he will stay in LA. And and if it's not, there's a couple of different places I could see him going, but I do think he gives another go in uh, in LA. I mean, there's there's three teams. We know the three teams that he would look at. That's really, I mean, he'll also probably talk with all three teams, you know? So yeah. there, there's a chance, but I think, yeah, it, it's, Gonna be in LA. Which Max, by the way, speaking of LA teams, this is a good transition. I don't have that on the thing, but reportedly, and and I want to say that I I definitely said that I expected it to be a quick, uh, a quick stay for Kemba in Oklahoma City. But did you yeah. see the Lakers are close to acquiring Kemba? How do you like that? Yeah, um, I mean they need another shot creator. You know they need another ball handler that can do some things. Um, I've always liked Kemba. I, the, you know the thing with Kemba is that he's small. And playoffs that definitely affects his game, and you know he, he's lost a step. That knee of his has just never been really since he's. Got, I mean, the Hornets sent super max in, right? I mean that that's probably the franchise's best player, maybe even super max. And so what that tell you? I mean, Boston got him. Yeah, I know. But no, I mean, for the Lakers, yeah, if that's the best you can do, I'd do it. Um, I, I would like honestly Demar Derozan more if I was them. I would keep some assets. 
and give the Rose like a one year, I don't know, top their their cap, like a one year twenty million dollars deal, something like that, right? I think he'd be another guy if I'm the Lakers, I'd look at, you know, hometown kid playing with LeBron. You know, he, he could do some D Wade things, like you know, I'd like to see DeRozan work on cutting back door more, like Wade did, easy bats like that. DeRozan can post up for you, you know, when LeBron's sitting, him and uh, AD could do a two man game, right? It would be easy for him. And if I'm Lakers, I'm not giving up assets for kind of Walker on a bad knee. I'm just not. And he's making too much. Yeah, money. that's fair. That's fair. So you know, like if that's a, if they can't do anything, and that I mean that, like I said, that deal's gonna be there, just like that deal was there for Boston. <laughs> like you know, who wants Al Horford on his last leg? Apparently, Brad Seeds. Yeah, you know, yeah. For another, that's for another day. But no, it, it's something I'd look at, obviously, right? But I wouldn't really dig my heels into that just yet. So. Because that deal is gonna be there forever, but no, Kem, yeah, hopefully Kemba's knees feel good, but I just, I, I don't know, it doesn't look too good. Yeah, Max, the only thing I want to say about um DeRozan, and I, I think he would be a great fit for LA for a team like LA. To me, when I see him linked, and, and I don't mean to bring it back to the next strike, because again, do I think that they're gonna land at every big free agent? No, I do think that they're in the running for, uh, an in an actual running for one of these, uh higher up players in free agency this year, right? But I don't think DeRozan really helps out a team like the Knicks. To me, he's at the point of his career where he can no longer be a true number one, number two type option. Like, to me, he would be a great fit on a contender with established pieces like yeah. the LA Lakers. Even like, and again, I don't know the cap situation, but the Clippers, even coming off the bench like that, right? To me, with the Knicks, they'd have to add another big piece like Lillard, yeah. like Kawhi, for that to really make sense to me. So I, I think, think I think Dallas should take a look at DeRozan. I, too, that, you know, he could help yeah, out. No, exactly. I, I think that would be I would uh, that would be another great uh, team. I mean, you think about other contenders like uh, I mean, I wouldn't even be opposed. Again, I don't know how much money, but the Bucks ju- just to have more options, just more weapons type of thing. But to me, he's He's a good fit on a good winning championship team. He's not on a team that's looking for more, uh, looking for more uh, critical pieces type thing. Yeah, no, that's true. Milwaukee, they're shit out of luck. I don't think they have anything. No, I know, I know. And again, I, that that was just more so an example of yeah. a, of a team that that could use his services with. Uh, that's still a champion, uh, championship contender. But Max, finally, I, I want to talk a little bit. So, Olympics, they're coming up in a couple of weeks, and and there's a lot of controversy already. We're going back on the anthem bullshit, right? Uh, you know, race and all that. And you know, apparently there's going to be a black boycott, all that, right? But Japan just announced today that there will be no fans in attendance due to a COVID outbreak for the upcoming game. So so we're still not over this whole COVID pandemic, and it's a shame there's new variants, right? Uh, people are too stupid to get the vaccine and stuff, but I digress. Um, Max, Kevin Durant is playing for Team USA, other big names. Uh, your guy, Kevin Love, um, is on the team. Um, Lillard. But Max... You know, let's let's just talk about it because I do have a question that I want you to answer. But first off, we've seen a short amount of time in the off season this past 
these past NBA seasons, right? There's a lot of basketball that's been played in a short amount of time. Stars like Kevin Durant got fairly deep in the playoffs, okay? The regular season next season is presumed to get underway normally, right, Max? They're looking to start on time? I, I think it's still a little bit early, but not as early as last year. Okay. Well, anyway, still. Do you think it's a smart move? Now, listen, playing for your country, I think, is one of the greatest honors, right? And and definitely, when it comes to basketball, we're expected to not only win, but dominate at the highest level in the Olympics. But if you were a star, if you were even a league office member of a team, would you would you participate? Would you want your star players to participate in the Olympics concerning all the injuries that have occurred and how little time there's been off in between seasons? Um, I really wouldn't care because they're playing basketball. It's not like they're doing anything like, you know, jumping off a mountain from vacation or something stupid like that that could present an injury. But honestly, in today's NBA, if you told your star player, I don't want you to play Olympics, they'd flip out. They'd probably ask for a trade or some shit. So you're better off just saying, yeah, honestly. Yeah, Max. I, I again. I, I really think it's. I hate to be like that, but no, I really, no. That's what. I'm, like, did you see that report from? Uh, I forget who, who, what the guy was. I give him credit. I think it was Matt Sullivan, maybe about the Nets, about how Kyrie and Katie just do whatever the hell they want there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, does that really so, shock you, Max? No, no, it doesn't shock me. But like, just some of the shit that came out, I was like, she. So you know, I feel like that's today's superstar. It's like, well, if you're not let me play, fuck it, I'm out. See, that's trade me. I'm not playing. Look at James Harden. Got overweight. <laughs> was at strip clubs during a pandemic, right? And just didn't give a shit about, you know, just anybody. And it's like, oh yeah, now, now I got rewarded to play with my play with my buddy KD. So I, I I just think you're better off just saying yeah, honestly, at this point. Yeah. No, no, I agree, Max. I agree. And you look at I just really want to go through the roster real quick, Max, because it, it's kind of ridiculous that um the rest of the world has to go against us. You have Bam, your guy Bam. You got Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremiah Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Milton, and Jason Tatum. I mean, good luck, right? And and here's the thing again. It, it's it's like we're expected to win. Anything other than a gold medal is a disappointment. I don't think that's too outlandish to oh, say. Yeah. Right? I just I'm I'm a little surprised more than anything that players like KD, players um like Bam are applying because you think about the injuries that KD has had and you think about how much basketball players like Bam have played. And and you look at Devin Booker, Max. I mean, Devin Booker is going to go straight from the finals to the Olympics practically. So he's going to have no time in between. And I just yeah. thought that after seeing how many injuries occurred this postseason, teams, players were going to be a little more skeptical about it, a little more hesitant about playing. But again, Max, I think like what you said, it would have been a bigger deal if a player came out and a coach or a general manager came out and disagreed with the player's decision on playing. So, And that would have created a firestorm in and of itself. So, no, I, I think you make a good point on that. And again, to play for Team USA is one of the greatest honors, in my opinion. And so I get it. I'm just, I, I am a little surprised at 
the amount of high caliber, high you know, top tier names that we are seeing that we're so um so definite that. Now Max, I, I just wanna ask you, because this question came up on some social media website or I, I got inspired by it. If if you had the opportunity, now I know our NBA career chances are uh all but over, but speak for yourself. Yeah, all right, easy there. Um <laughs> Would you rather win a ring, an NBA ring, or okay. win, a, win a gold medal? Now, obviously, for this instance, uh, we're going to keep it basketball. So, when, uh, again, yeah. I understand it wouldn't be the toughest thing to win it in, right, if you were an NBA player. Yeah. But wh- which would you prefer? I mean, I would want the ring. I mean, you know, no offense to the medal in the U.S. of A, but, you know, as a basketball player, once you're in the NBA, I don't think you're playing for Olympic medals, right? I mean, I think you're, you're playing for a ring. That's the way I look at it personally. Yeah, Max, I you know it's hard to um, disagree with you on that. I I guess overall, right? If I'm looking at both, I might lean a little more towards medal because it, you know, country wise. Now again, it's basketball, so anything other than gold would be disappointing, right? So, but I'll play devil advocate and say a medal, right? But I understand the ring argument completely. But Max, my biggest problem, and again, I don't, I don't mean to take unwarranted um, shots at him. My thing with the basketball Hall of Fame, right, is because you know it's not just NBA, right? Oh, it's a, it's a joke, yeah. I think it's an absolute joke. When they bring up gold medals yeah. as a reason that a player should like, yeah. like okay, not even not even taking a shot at Carmelo, right? But like, you tell me that he's won what three gold medals? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. The bigger thing that sticks out to me is that he was part of that uh, disappointment team in 2000, 2004, It was where they didn't yeah. win the ring, where uh, didn't win the medal, and they they came up with came out with bronze like yes his numbers are definitely uh hall of fame worthy but to throw in there the gold medals I- i'm sorry that that doesn't that doesn't do it for me i think that that's a bogus argument that's a bogus reason why a player should be inducted in the hall of fame especially if you're a usa basketball player yeah if you're using that like a lot of people use that for medals case in the hall of fame i mean medals the hall of fame regardless anyways whether people like it or not but like if you're making like a debate about like you know the greats and like oh you know and a cherry on top is he's got two medals right like you know that's more of an argument I'd be like yeah you know that's even make his argument even better but like with mellow people use it like oh he's got three he's got three medals and usually I feel like people should use that as like you know the cherry on top of someone's resume like oh you got this he's got this Finals MVP first team All Defense uh, Defense Player of Year two MVPs you know stuff like that and then on top of it he's got two you know use that last and he's got two medals. You know, I feel like that would be a better way to use the medals if you want to make it. Completely better. agree. But yeah, but with Mello, Mello, it's like he's got three. He's got three of them. It's like, uh, well, okay, um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, I know, I know. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, but no, I just wanted to get your your instance I, again. I'm I'm very disappointed. I Max, do you get into the Olympics at all? Like, are we gonna have a couple of Olympic topics or you, not really? Oh yeah, no, I watched basketball yeah i don't really watch anything else i mean if something's on that's cool like you know i'll watch yeah but um yeah, oh yeah no i'll definitely watch the usa team yeah yeah no i first off big big uh big basketball 
uh, in the in the Olympics guy. I definitely watch all the USA games, but it's actually the rare times that I do watch non traditional sports because I get a sense of patriotism and I like to watch uh, Team USA. Like you know, swimming, I get into uh, the diving, not so much. I love the volleyball, dude. Volleyball is uh, sick to watch, in my opinion. But yeah, I like volleyball. Yeah, but no, I, I'm I'm a fan. Uh, track and field, there are some events that that I get into. But no, I I was just wondering because it, it's it is in a couple of weeks, so I'm happy about that. I'm just disappointed, and I just hope that the games aren't canceled for whatever reason. I do think it's still a little, you know, definitely with the variants coming, I I wouldn't be terribly surprised if they do call off the games from people coming from all around the world. But you know, I'm I'm hoping. I, I think that you yeah, know, once yeah, again, that's, sports that's once again, sports can be uh, a distraction and uplifting <laughs> moment for these countries that are going through tough times, even the U.S. of A. But no, I, I just want to get your opinion. And Max, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, real quick, what you got tonight? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I did a poll, and I voted. I thought the Bucks were gonna win it all. After game one, I'm I'm all in on the Suns. Really, I'm going Milwaukee tonight. You are. You think they tied up heading back to Milwaukee? Yeah, I think it's gonna be Suns and six. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I'm gonna go one game shorter. I got the Suns and five. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I you know I, I'm not. You know, if he gives it a go, he gives it a go, right? And and you can't blame yeah. the Bucks' loss on injury. I just don't know how healthy Giannis is, and it, we'll we'll see if they make the adjustments uh, that they do. But it, that big three that the Suns have is gave the Bucks problems game one, and I expect more of the same tonight. But but we'll see. I again, Max, I'm I'm thrilled. It's two smaller market teams, right? And I'm yeah. I'm thrilled we got some parity involved. And I just hope for a good series. I hope I'm wrong, but I hope it's a good series. Yeah, no, that's all you can ask for is a good series, really. Yeah. All right, Max, where can we follow you? More articles are out. He just released one today. Make sure to go check it out. But where can we follow you, Maxwell? You can follow me on any social media, Instagram, Twitter, at uh, MaxMarshall136. At Old School Sport on Twitter, at Terry on Twitter, and Instagram, give us a like on Facebook, Old School of Sport. Until next time, everyone, thanks for tuning in.